Do they have a good creams market in Bay Ridge? Russian creams? <laughs> jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Hey, jerks. Welcome to the podcast. Quick preface here. Uh, this episode is an amazing conversation with our buddy Trish from back in New York. We chat, talk about life and reminisce about the good old days, but... Uh, preface there are a few audio glitches i didn't really set her up uh, for success so there's some times where we kind of talk over each other and uh audio drops out but uh ultimately that's not very much and well worth a listen love you and there's nothing you can do about this audio but enjoy it yo hey what's up how's it going good man good gotta adjust my levels oh you're coming in a little hot that, that Facebook ringtone was a <laughs> piercing. How's it going? Oh, good. Sorry, I thought I couldn't hear you for a second, but it was just our locked eye contact. As loud noises throw me off. Oh, big time! For minutes at a time now. Every time. Oh, jeez. Let's get into it, man. Let's do it. Just roll it? Let's right. roll it. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. Welcome to the Doobie. Gabby Doobie, Gabby Doobie. <laughs> the Tots and Case. Welcome to the Gabba Doobie Hour. It's our new children's <laughs> show. Gabba Doobie, Flooby Boobies. Oh, man. I could. That is a, a cable access chat show waiting to happen. Gab and doob. Just spark a doob and then gab. Oh, or gab about doobs. No, it's gab. It's gab and it's gab and doob. Gab, Mm -hmm. spark a doob. Talk about doobs. Just talk, man. Just talk. How many indica? How many Somalia or whatever? Sensamelia. How many? (laughs) How many podcasts over under? And we'll have to. I'll have Mm -hmm. to check. Do you think? is herb uh focused oh uh, there's herb, gotta spicy, be but just just focus on weed which I is fine i think also another interesting question would be because my answer would be a lot yeah yeah but i have the feeling you don't get more than a handful of episodes out of that premise <laughs> right so that my answer would be how how long can you sustain just getting really stoned and talking to someone else who's really stoned. I guess it's easy. It breaks the ice, but I got to imagine it's nearly unlistenable. Well, there's definitely a like Smodcast is just Kevin Smith sparking mm-hmm. a doob yeah. and gabbing, which is fine. But sparking a doob mm-hmm. and gabbing yeah. about doobs—that's oh, a different story. About, yeah, that's and you're kind of just. It's like unboxing, which I never got that the YouTube thing of just like someone buying something and opening it and right. talking about it. I like it. I understand it conceptually. It just was never anything that I was like, I don't really care what something that I don't own looks like. Yeah. I, I'm wondering if it's just uh, so it's too much for me because I've had too many experience. I've had a lot of good experiences smoking weed, just fun, chill. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I've had a yeah, yeah. lot of like, ooh, took too much, or this is too strong. 
experiences. Yes. Where it's like, um, I'm going to jump off a building. Here it is. Speaking of <laughs> living in a city full of buildings. Of our guest and friend, Trish. Hi. New York, Trish. Hi. Welcome. NYT. I'm sweating to death. I just like ran a marathon to go find a quiet room. <laughs> Are you in a Starbucks in bathroom? A, I, yeah, sort of. I'm working in a school now, so I'm in the uh, like staff designated um, podcast room in the school library situation. There's She's in the too. star oh room. <laughs> <laughs> Trish, growing up, we the middle school we went to where they would put, what would you say? Not it's not special needs. No, where they would put. I um, wouldn't. Is undesirable too mean of a term? I want to say poor to kids. It depends on the context. I, <laughs> if you mention the words middle school and bathroom, all I think about is South Park. Like that episode affected me so much. Where <laughs> Hartman got his own <laughs> bathroom. Yeah, I would say the star room is where the kids that like were scary to me because they would get mouthy with the teachers. And I was like, you don't speak to teachers that way. It was daytime so detention, just, but they just called it the yeah. star room. I don't know why, where that name come from, came from. The like Huckleberry Finn-esque country kids that would smoke a cigarette in the classroom. Like, you second. cannot do that anywhere, Ruby's let alone in the classroom. Moving furniture in here. Send him to the star room, <laughs> chewing tobacco in school. I mean, I guess that's just the nice way of putting it so that, that they don't shape criminals yet at yeah. that age. Yeah. I feel like that's something that bad kids are drawn to, right? Like, I got detention. Like, I'm cool. Right, yeah. You don't, like, you're not going to brag about going to the star room, right? That's where the dirties went. <laughs> yes, you did. Sorry, I'm jumping back in. But if you were a star room regular... A big oh. portion of your uh, mo was, I'm star room, bitch. We don't learn. <laughs> you you would the two questions you would ask: How many Mountain Dews can you fit in your giant jeans pockets? <laughs> and where'd you get that killer Marilyn Manson T-shirt? Right. First of all, it's so funny how like these conversations keep on happening in loops for me. This is like <laughs> the third reference of Jenko jeans in like a week's time which is insane i wish i could say it was something that i saw but sadly i talk about them every few weeks with us <laughs> yeah we get on Jenko. uh Jenko jeans well, you guys know i'm a wedding photographer and um for the first time ever which like i think for the first time ever made me feel like maybe i'm too old to get married but mm -hmm. The groom, uh, the best man was making his speech. And yeah. well, first of all, it was um, the office themed. Uh, remember when they had the, was it when they oh. had the Dundies? And then uh, Michael like, the, did the burn. You remember? I think so. Yeah. Boom, boom roasted. Boom, boom roasted. Boom roasted. Yeah, yeah, boom yeah, roasted. yeah. sure. Boom roasted. So he was doing that to him. And then he um, went in on his brothers the groom's jenko jeans from back in the day then it made me feel comfortable because i'm like oh we're the same age we're the same hey, age hey, i get your references that's such a specific time like in history where jenko jeans were being I, and then he period. stood up and his chain wallet went to his sneakers <laughs> yeah. so was that a new york <laughs> thing that might have been a midwest his, thing no, long chain his, wallets and his uh, 
his jeans were no that was a thing and his jeans were wet up to the knee <laughs> oh yes because they just soak up all of the scummy moisture i would so say were always wet i had oh, that fantastic. look even when we first were hanging out trish in new york when we first moved to new york i still had a good boot cut and i have short little frog legs so even the shortest of, <laughs> of, of jeans even a 30 i need a i need a yeah. i need a men's a shrinking blair above a, older 65 uh 28 i need a 28 seam. <laughs> you're not a short guy like i don't feel like you're a short guy so that just made me like yeah long arms you just stretch armstrong in my brain like this elongated weird like lizard torso <laughs> Yeah, I got. Well, yeah. that's a we. No. We never thighs. taught how to, how to buy clothes. <laughs> yes, and that. If you needed clothes, just go to Target or Walmart. Yeah. Like no one was like, no, you need to buy a jean like that, maybe a little tight on the thigh. And you're like, no style whatsoever. Well, so perpetually forever. I just had giant jeans that once belonged to my father. Oh yes, he was fifty pounds heavier than I was. But it's like I'll just cinch you with the belt. It's exactly. It's lucky for me that um, baggy jeans were the style in junior high school because, yeah. and you know, my sister's a year older than me. Yeah. So I just always wore her jeans always because we were poor as shit. Like I couldn't imagine my parents buying me like new designer jeans at that time. Sure. I just wore my sister's jeans and it, I was like extra cool because she was a little bit bigger than me. So her jeans fit me like so you just wear fashion plate. But you got so... <laughs> I feel like, yes, Casey and I had like the Kmart role. Kmart, I guess there's Kmart in NYC. Yeah. Which you're. We definitely went to Kmart. We should set up that you're true blue New York Trish, born and raised, <laughs> right? Because yeah. that is. Born and raised. A diff, that is a difference than. Get a cup of coffee. Most no, people. It's, 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 yeah. Real New Yorkers, if you're not from New York, I feel like are kind of hard to crack as a friendship not coming from New York. Right. Is that fair? Like, I just feel um, like there's a there's a specific kind of it's hard. It's hard to get in. I know people from Greenpoint that have never been to Manhattan. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Do you remember? It used to piss me off. No, there are people that say I never. Yeah, I never go to the city. Like, I, I just never go to the city. They're just done with it. For those um, listening, it's you can five see it from your window. <laughs> yeah. But dude, as New York, as you guys might find me, that apparently you find me, I'm not like, I'm like the least New York type in my family. Like I get oh, yeah. made fun of for being a hipster because I don't like <laughs> completely speak like somebody from like the Sopranos or something. But I mean, no, that's Jersey, but you know what I'm saying. Because um, oh, no, totally. you guys know, I remember you guys <laughs> I remember you guys' reaction when you met my family for the first time, like especially Uncle Joe. Oh, I remember Uncle Joe. Oh my Joe. God, that's He's working Uncle on the sausages. Like, How you, you guys... like your links? <laughs> Good guy. Just, I, mean, I don't know. It's because like, they are like caricatures of like Queens people, yeah. not just New York, like super Queens and like super proud of it, of course. Well, as they should um, be because they're from cracking. Queens and live in Queens. Like, yeah, right? and they don't go, and they don't go to the city. Like, right. if it's avoidable, they do not go to the city. Um, and then, of course, that's what everyone calls it—the city, right? It's not Manhattan yeah. to us. Like, that's a true. That's that's a huge marker. If you call it Manhattan, you're not from New York. <laughs> Trish, I'm oh, gonna pop that's into interesting. Manhattan. That's interesting. Manhattan. Gotcha. I'm off to Manhattan. 
No, or or you can get the affect like Manhattan. You're like you're from Manha- fucking oh Sioux God. Falls. <laughs> Do you remember Andy making fun of the way I said Manhattan? And I'm uh, like, what? I'm saying it normal. What are you like? What is he from Rockaway? Like, what's the difference? Oh, like, was he trying to shorten it? Just Manhattan. 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 He would. Say, I don't know. He would elongate. He would be. He would say like Manhattan. <laughs> Manhattan. <laughs> Manhattan. But he did live in Rockaway, or he lived in like Bayo. I'm not saying that. What are you saying to me right now? Where did he live? He lived in the the most Brooklyn of Brooklyn. Uh, Oh, like Red Hook? No, not Bensonhurst. It was even more Italian (laughs) than that. Not Bayonne. Bayridge. 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 Oh my God, it was. I, I mean, I personally feel that Bensonhurst is a little more you, Brooklyn. You would know better than me. Bay Ridge. People would, Bay Ridge people would definitely get offended by that. Is Bay Ridge Russian now? Is that um, in that maybe. part of Brooklyn? I feel like Bay Ridge was always pretty mixed, but I felt like it was always pretty Italian. I mean, like most yeah. of places. Do they and, have a good creams market in Bay Ridge? Russian creams? <laughs> we were talking <laughs> last episode. Russian? They're known for their <laughs> sour creams. <laughs> We should have Maria on, but her, delicious uh, no, sour creams. Uh, Bright, Brighton Beach. There you go. Uh, yes, that's Brighton Beach. Beach is the it, Russian. Yeah, yeah. Brighton Beach is the Russian area, and I don't know what beverage you're referring to. No, just a good cream. Like Russians, like it's important <laughs> with their he- heavy, nicer, sour, sweet cream, sour creams. Maria will tell you. Ask Maria, like, oh, do you like a good sour cream? <laughs> <laughs> potato pancakes or something. I don't pierogies. <laughs> oh, but they do. Yeah, but with pierogies. No, you're right. Because when when we did her baby shower, they had a good amount of sour <laughs> cream around. <laughs> That's it. Dab it. There you go. Just eat. Just there. Yeah. <laughs> Super healthy. Ultimately, Jinkos. I was trying to get around to Trish. Your. I feel like um, Big D two or D two. Big D is is. A marker of being a true New Yorker. Here's what I was going to say about that. Actually, when you guys mentioned getting your jeans from Walmart and Target and whatever, I was like, oh, you had brand name stores to buy your jeans. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's legit. And it wasn't D2. That's like the new hip way to say that. Jimmy Jazz? No, it was D&D. When I was growing up, it was D&D. Anybody who's like in my age bracket can tell you like, we got our shoes there. We, I mean, it's like the ultimate discount store. Like right. it's not Walmart. You yeah. can't get a single name brand thing there. You're just getting like. They're just spelled a little different. Yeah. A Jaycee's. Ooh. Little, yeah. Little kids definitely made all your clothes when you grew up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that. It was what you said. And Conway, Conway was like the big discount store in the city. And that's where you got. A big discount. When we in Manhattan, Manhattan, I yeah, love we that. Did, uh, um, we did our big like school, uh, back to school shopping at Conway. Like back to school is coming. Yeah, you're really you, you know, in the city and you're going big time to Conway. Staring down the barrel of a Conway's trip. Make that <laughs> list. Throw some extras on there. <laughs> extras for my sister that I'll get later. Yeah, right. You get her hand-me-down Gary Frank folders and. I got my hand-me-downs from my brother, but he's 6'2". <laughs> so, so. <laughs> it 
it's really it was Hence really unsightly disparity. oh yeah yeah see that i was so like well i'll just cut the cuts so off but then just cut them yeah. to the crotch <laughs> so his shirts fit you but not his pants oh shirts too tight with your insanely long abs oh man that french tuck you would do with that extra large t-shirt french tuck. into those big bank that, you know, it's the, where you tuck it, the fancy word oh, for it. Oh, tuck in tuck and then pull out? When you pull tuck it, it all the way and then you puff it out a little bit. That's a big Oh, yeah. Deal. No, no. You have to put the arm. You tuck it and then the arms go up. Yep. You shimmy and then some of it comes out. And, and then fluffs, yeah. Kind of I wonder why they fix call it a, a little, French yeah. tuck. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Fancy. I only know that I know because my, fancy all that time. my wife <laughs> did it and said French tuck. And I was like. Oh, I'm a monkey person from the woods because I just was like, you tuck your shirt in all the way and then you move your arms. Yeah, but it's you don't, right? Uh, I can't. Tucks are tucks are difficult. I know as an adult you should get on board with a tuck, but that's what'll make me perpetually wearing my brother's jeans. That'll make me perpetually <laughs> adolescent. I've recently embraced the tuck. And I don't know if it's a New York thing and we've just like always worn our stuff out and baggy, but I've been told that I look old because I'm tucking in my <laughs> Somebody commented on your tuck? It must be the tuck. Uh, Trish, you got that Serbian tuck. It adds an extra decade on you. I can't do a tuck. Like I sat down recently and just, you know, when you sit, it's not the most flattering I sat and I couldn't see my oh, knees yeah. over I my tits, basically. Like right <laughs> it was just... I'm wearing a parachute. Yeah. Mm, no thanks. No thanks. Well, we, Trish, you came on to tell us... Well, I don't know. Um, I don't know how we were doing this. We'll find out. We don't edit. But ultimately, we had mentioned... So we all work together. I don't know if we go mm. to specifics, but we talk about restaurant life on this pod a lot and we all trish you and i didn't meet at this restaurant but i guess we met through a restaurant and then ultimately yeah. eventually we all started hanging out and then we all worked together at the same place yeah. all three we, of us met yeah at, at fmb yeah yeah oh yeah right right casey used to come in and suck down free beers free and free hot dogs. <laughs> what free hot of... dogs and all the lingonberries i could eat there's something about how we jumped into New York, like <laughs> up to our necks instantly. Like what fools oh, from yeah. the Midwest find themselves in New York within 30 days sitting on an, like we were, a, what was that? Where was the first F&B? Upper East Side or mid Midtown East, whatever in the Manhattan? 60? Business no, district, it felt well, like. Well, no, the first bit. was the one in Chelsea. The, the one I started one at. Sorry. And then they had opened that one, yeah, on 52nd and like 3rd or something like that. Not a big well, hang. The financial district Midtown, Finan yeah. 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 So people weren't like, it was, didn't have a big nightlife, but I would mm -hmm. shut down the, got the managerial position real quick and we were right away, close baby. down and we would just sit on this abandoned street in the middle of the city <laughs> and just yeah. drink pictures and beer because we gave the door guy free lemonades. That's madness oh to me. Oh my God, the lemonade. About that. You have sent me to go hand him a lemonade. Give I remember that. Give him a pain. Wow. Oh, so funny. But that is that is bizarre to me. Anyways, that's I how we all started hanging out, drinking so on a sidewalk in front of us. Vividly remember yeah. that now. I hadn't thought about it probably since we were there, but like taking that hot 
it was like the hot day in July. Like we just moved there, taking the hot ass train from <laughs> from where we lived in Sunset Park all the way up to the high fifties to like meet you, so we could sit on a dark street next to piles of garbage <laughs> and drink pictures of Stella and Heineken until it got not too late because that's when the doorman sh- switched over so yeah, it was like, right. yeah that's so funny but that's so funny because like a couple of things about uh what you just said might sound insane and I know like our extremely long uh train rides to go anywhere to go to work to go meet up with somebody for a drink to hang out just to simply go into the to walk around it's like to us that traveling and that travel time is so normal. Like I know like when we speak to people from other states or when, you know, traveling for work and making friends and they come to visit me here in New York and I take them around and they're like, wait, what? It's going to take us 45 minutes on the train to get there. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's quick. That's your life. What do you mean? It's really quick. Sitting in in an abandoned street next to hot garbage. Like that's just what you do. Like (laughs) I could have been in Cincinnati from where I live your, now. Your picture of that scene, like I'm sure the the garbage, the hot garbage was like a very prominent and central vision in that scene for you oh, yeah. and for oh, me. Was like, nothing, oh, yeah. was there was there garbage on this oh, street? Was, Probably. Trish emerged out of the garbage. You guys having a brew? <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> Yeah. Pink lemonades and uh, Stella. Oh, there was a when they could drag us off the streets because we had enough to buy actual beers in a bar. I forget where you took us, but you and a couple people that we worked took us to a bar that we hung out a few times that Casey and I quickly were not allowed back in because we did pull ups on their awning or something and and made the electricity go out. Um, I feel like I sort of remember that, but God only knows where we were. They were like, you guys need to go. We were across the street from that dude who had money, who let Casey and I on his tab one time. And the next day he was like, you guys can never have a drink on me again. Because we drank like, like the slugs we are, we drank like 30 PBRs on his tab. He was Wayne's oh, rich God. buddy. Who would still complain if you tried oh. to charge him for a hot dog? Fucking Robert. Sure. Wow. That's right. His name was Robert. Oh, God. Am I not supposed to say names? No, you can. I can. <laughs> he, oh, he's our biggest fan. Yeah. He, oh, no, he was briefly a good friend until many years later, I found out, and God only knows now how many times this has probably happened, but he apparently told everyone he slept with me. Yeah, I'm sure. That was their M.O. <laughs> the first dude I who made me do a tuck, and don't you dare be a French tuck, was the manager of this F&B. His name was Wayne. And it was like, talk about New York experience. So we met, Tri- met Trish. Trish is a good dude. We're like, I think we're going to be all right in New York. We meet this guy, Wayne, probably not a real New Yorker, but he's oh been God, there no, long enough. Virginia. What a piece of shit he yeah. was. And that's the first thing. He's like, tuck in that shirt. Give me a French shave. Put on this tiny hat. And I was like, what am I going to do with my life? But um, instantly he's like, you guys are coming out. We're having, because he was quitting or something. Or he was going somewhere else with his wife who had a good job and was super sweet, as I recall. And he's like, we got to get to the bar early because I'm cheating on my wife. Let's go. And I was like, I'm not going to make it here. I'm not going to make it in New York. Oh. This is too no, so normalized. How much advantage I got taken out of what I was doing, hanging out with a bunch of 50-year-old men at 21, I'll, I'll, I can't tell you, but 
<laughs> Shouldn't have done it. But uh, he was another one. When he moved, I helped him move. It was his last night. I closed up at FNB on 23rd Street. I said I would go over there and help him move. And apparently he thought that was a date. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> He's a bad no. guy. Oh, God. It was so awful. It was so He awful. was almost hitting on me as if I was like a... Um... What is it? What do you call bright eyed, like wannabe actor? Because he's like, hey, pal, you want to get in the biz? I know Tony Danza's maid. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a, still one of my favorite things anybody said. I was like, I'll have uh, Tony D's maid uh, leave a couple scripts in his bathroom that he wrote. Don't worry about it. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. There's terrible people in that city. Mm. Oh, but that bar, yeah, that bar, that bar. Were you there the like night? A, yeah. Um, there was like that giant bar fight, and I almost got punched in the face. I don't think so. Casey I and I got two nights there. About in it. PJ, PJ Lady. No, not PJ Lady. Sorry, that's an LIC. Whoa. Uh, oh my God, something like that though, right? Yeah, it was like an Irish kind of puby pub. But yeah. Didn't it have like a, a beer pong? Because it was always full of college kids. That I it remember. was full mm. of douchebags. Can't tell you how many times I've gotten groped in that place. A lot of, a lot of Jaeger I mean, shots. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It was the Jagermeister trick. <laughs> it, was the, it was the eggs. It was the eggs and the pull-ups. Uh, anyways, yeah. All I remember is we got 86. I don't remember why. Probably just because we were creeping out the bartender. And How did we get 86? I all we did was either talk to Trish or the bouncer. Uh, Trish probably told the bouncer we said something sexist. I don't know. Trish was like, these guys are racist. I was usually (laughs) getting kicked out with you guys. You remember the place (laughs) in the fucking village? Well, ultimately, I don't remember why we got kicked out. out. Three places that I could think of off the top of my head, we've all gotten kicked out together. Oh, you and I, Trish, got kicked out of grassroots (laughs) because we brought in a six-pack. You brought in our own beers. And they're like, nope, out of here. So then we we walked across the street to a tattoo parlor because you're like, Everyone wanted to. They were like, "Get the fuck out of here, both of you guys." But what? Are, what is in your minds that you're like, "Let's go to that park"? <laughs> I don't With know. Our I, know. I remember that part. I remember we went to that weird um, food show situation. We brought Swedish meatballs. Remember oh, the puck? Bit. We went to the puck. Yes, and it was so oh, cool. We were yeah. young. Remember, dude, you and I were managing those places. We were young. We were out of our minds, mm-hmm. and. Um, you were new to the city. I loved hanging out. So I loved bringing you guys everywhere. And we ended up, we made friends at the Puck Building at the event with their staff. We got free booze. Well, their catering staff started giving us all kinds mm-hmm. of free shit. We had bottles of liquor. And when we left, they gave us a, like a fucking case of- um, Red Stripe? Red Stripe. That's yeah, where we got number. the beer from. So we, go, yeah, we, okay. we had 100,000. We had people meet us at Grassroots. And you and I were, um, Casey, you and I had the <laughs> red stripes under the table. And we thought we were fucking slick. And we're drinking these red stripes. And they, like, clearly don't kill a red stripe there. So they were just we like, didn't even get guys. a glass of water and empty the water out and pour it in. You guys, you're out. And we, we go outside. We look around, like, as if anyone's going to come with us. But they didn't give a fuck. Like, they no. stayed. So we left. And then you and I sat on the stoop next door, just drinking our red stripes. And Beautiful. occasionally, one of you guys would come out and hang out with us. And then that limo. Yes, I was going to ask you remember the limo. <laughs> the limo full of bachelorettes pulls up. And I'm like, Casey, got to get you in that limo, bro. <laughs> you chatted up these girls. They're, like, having a good time. And then, basically, it's like in a cartoon 
they're like, yeah, let's all have fun. And they like open the door for Trish to like come with them. And she's like, no, 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 he's going with you. And it's like, me. <laughs> Just it's you like push guy. you out the other side like a Mentos some, some of their guy They were down. They were down for us to get in. And then a couple of their guy friends or something, boyfriends or something showed up and were like, the fuck's going on here? <laughs> You're not getting an island over. This guy has a bunch of half-drank warm beers. <laughs> Why don't you want him hanging out with your women? Guys, we're so cool. We just got kicked out of a bar. Oh, man. <laughs> Going to the star room. I don't it's where we belong. So there's that. I don't know why we got kicked out of the other room. one. I just real quick because it's an image I'll never forget. We're getting kicked out, and I don't know why we didn't like yell back like you'll regret this. <laughs> but instead, we were like, we're like, all right, we're out of here. We both jumped up on the awning to do a pull up. But and I'm assuming, obviously, the electricity in the building didn't go out. But we jumped <laughs> up to do like, a pull-up, and it must have just, like, the um, lights that were around it like must have just had a plug. Like a so sign. we unplugged yeah. the light when we did yeah, it. Yeah, it was like So it went lighting. black as we did a pull-up, and the, uh, the bouncer, you know, instantly got more pissed, and we With tears dropped in his down. eyes, because he was like, I trusted you. <laughs> Let me down. Because it's the type of thing he probably he probably knew you'd be trouble, and he never did anything about it. Oh, and he's yeah. like, "You had to prove me right, guys." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let us in. Um, but ultimately, the phone, which I was keeping on my belt to be ironic at the time, fell at his feet. So as we ran away, his my phone was at his feet, so Eraser. I had to run back and grab it. Oh. <laughs> Mm, the cartoon. That sounds like. I wish we would have made us. I wish we would have recorded all this back in the day and put it on YouTube. Oh, I would have. I would oh, hang yeah. myself if I if I went back and saw. <laughs> I mean, not all of it, but ninety nine percent of the footage of myself. There's quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. That you don't want out in the world for posterity's sake. Can you imagine? Oh, so ultimately, that's our um, origin story, so to speak, and then we all end up working at. The craziest place I would say I've ever worked at. Um, oh yeah, and had a great time. Most Dude, times. we made some of our most lasting friendships Absol- there. Absolutely, yeah, no, most easily. But it was an insane place to work, and anybody that's listening oh, to the yeah. podcast knows what we're talking about. I don't know why I'm skirting around it, but I just am. Be- I think because you're in the lines, Dan Trish, because <laughs> Trish worked there first. Trish is. But to use the, I would say, my loyalty to you guys. Trish got her foot in the door, and then the two louses followed. Oh, right. And two rats, just like the rats in the walls um, (laughs) on the glue traps. She said, She just dragged us in on that glue trap. Um, Don't I have PTSD? Holy shit. uh, But ultimately, yes, there's a lot of PTSD there. Oh my God, there's so much. I have nightmares. I have nightmares that I wake up in fever sweats. You, That's true. You are yes. The glue trap thing is, I think, is the reason I still like the smell. The, the karma, can't... the karma from it of util- <sighs> using a glue trap and not refusing it and seeing. Oh, uh, forget it. But yeah, that's PTSD. But ultimately, <laughs> and especially when the glue trap I forgot to pick it up, got a nasty phone call because a woman put her purse down, pulled it up <laughs> from under the banquette, and know. had a glue trap with a live mouse stuck to the side of it. How many times did that happen to you guys? God. Where you forgot one, oh. and some guy got it on his shoe, or it's on an umbrella, 
or it's on a purse. I have to say at least three or four times yeah, for me. Yeah, quite a few times. Because you would leave 30 glue traps at night. How can most you keep of my, track of that? Most of my PTSD comes from the water bugs. Oh, that is the nightmarish. That There's one... Video on this, can I like... There's not video. Yeah. It's, a, like it's an audio podcast, but it's like they're like, two inches. I know that outside of New York City... I don't think everyone calls them water bugs, but essentially in New York City. Well, they're, yeah, but like the giant, so what people don't know, the giant roaches in New York City, we call them water bugs. They're literally at least two or three inches. Oh, easy. Yeah. And for and those of out, you. In damp places and when it's hot and we were a damp and hot fucking bar. Yeah, like yeah. if you watch a documentary about a rainforest or a movie, that giant brown bug that's crawling in the foreground, <laughs> that's what we dealt with every day. What is that called? Locus of focus or something, Trish? You know, in a good shot where the thing is like, it's blurry in the background, but it's um has focus in the front. Oh, so the shot oh. of the rainforest is like this kind of blurry, nice Boca. green. What is it? Well, that's Boca or some people say bouquet. bouquet. But I never heard of locus. I think it's the locus of focus. <laughs> I'm not, no. <laughs> in my industry. It's when, you, it's when you're focused on one item and Loca the rest Boca. is blurry. and for those of you that are already throwing up in your mouth with trish's description of a water bug they also fly yeah so they're giant they're giant um squishy crunchy as we know uh roaches giant and they got a scent too by the way if if what you heard wasn't enough and we would have to yeah like hockey fucking players like sometimes kick them out of the way uh I was terrified of stepping on them because they would make this fucking audible crunch sound and then all their guts, which I think were like, if they were female eggs, would just like spew out and it'd be like, and obviously then like, I have like seen one and froze up and like grabbed like a giant glob of paper towels and just like (laughs) running by with like a tray of drinks and just like like, scoop it up in one hand and like toss it in there. But one time it happened, I saw this fucker climbing on the wall next to this table and I'm like, okay, I gotta be discreet and like get this guy out of here. And I go over there and he of course runs. And the next thing that happens is I walk over and I'm like, okay, I gotta figure out where this fucking bug went. This bug is growing up the back of this lady's white fucking shirt. Beautiful. On her fucking back, bro. Trish. 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 What do you do in that situation? Oh. I should have acted. I should have gone over and be like, hey, how you doing? And smacked Welcome. her on the back. And up. I could not react. I just sat there and watched it crawl onto her fucking face, dude. You should have oh. been like, oh, excuse me. Uh, <sighs> Tony got away from me and then put your arm out and let it crawl up and just hang on your shoulder. Be like, yeah, you yeah. little rascal. In your back in your pocket. Trish. He's, fine. He's trained. Two quick oh. ones on that because I think I've talked about one of them. Uh, that's gnarly, but we have a good friend that worked there as well. Lindsay, I can believe that it doesn't matter, but I'm behind the bar with her and all of a sudden she just goes, yeah, and puts her hand on her thigh. And I'm like, what? <laughs> because oh. a water bug <laughs> had oh. crawled, <laughs> That's so fucked up. crawled up to her, up her jeans and was now had gotten thigh high and she knew what it was. But she was just inside frozen. Inside her jeans? 
Inside, it was insider jeans. So that's what she had. So she had to slowly roll up her jeans and bring this roach out. Second thing, customer. Boom. This all happened within a matter of a minute, but it was slow-mo. These two people are sitting next to the kitchen. There's a table next to a lamp onto a TV next to a kitchen where we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And behind them. Back seven, guys. Yeah, back seven. seven. B7. B7. Um, and there's there's a fake plant over there. I go over there, take their order. I go back, and I, somebody's slowly, kind of you know you know in New York, you know in a restaurant yep. maybe oh, yeah. New York because people kind of just gives me the slow like finger over, and I go, now. oh, what do they see? A rat? Uh, a mouse? Is there what is it? Is there a fly? You know? And he goes, there's a uh, there's a roach over there. And I go, oh, oh, I look over at the fake plant. He's like, it's all it's all good. But then I go to swat it. Like I said, they fly. It flies onto his date's face. And then I like kind of wipe it away onto the floor. Keep in mind, this is all in like a minute. Crunch it. And like clockwork, the moment I crunch it, ding! Their chili mac and cheese dings up. Ready. And ready. <laughs> put Service. it on the table. Order up. Enjoy, guys. Oh, and they were. They were like, oh, they get it. It's like, oh, Those guys. things. Oh, my God. But you do. I guess I would, too. Exchange stories. Because every shift there was something. Oh, and yeah. In the long time. But it was the – you guys can attest to this because it was like you give these things voices because they are – they're like the your New York relatives that give you shit for not being New York enough. These things are so brash and brazen – it's bright, it's light, there are people everywhere, and they're just, huh, well, and you'll just see them walk, my shift. <laughs> walk across the floor or a table. The I bar. had a guy, uh, just, and it's the best, it comes full circle since we're talking about a Russian, this regular that would come in periodically, big, bushy, gray beard, mustache, thick Russian accent. Okay. See him every couple of weeks, he come in, super nice dude. This is made up. I don't know this person. I don't know We're this talking, and he he was a, a interior designer. He got he designed the Odeon, that restaurant in Tribeca. I didn't get fancy um, people. I got uh, like rebar union guys. Anyways, go ahead. Oh, those are those are great too. But the so he's I'm talking to him, and it's been one of those weeks where it's like constantly like leaning above the table to grab the fucking water bug or. Doing a fancy little hoop scoot step to step on one and make it look like you're just grooving to the tunes. <laughs> uh, so it's just like so over it. And it was a day shift, so it's just me and the fucking guys in the kitchen. And I'm talking to him, doing something, I turn around and he just stopped talking. So I was like, oh, fuck, what? Like just that in the middle of a conversation. Yeah, you know, you already. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, what? Terrible turn around and I just see him look, just see the eye contact. This big old fucking water bug, just like do, 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 walking across the bar towards him and his food. I'm like, oh, fuck me. And he just looks at it and looks at me and then looks back down and he goes, ha ha, not today, brother. <laughs> Boom, just crushes it with his bare hands. Wipes down his pants and continues the story he had. And I was like, this guy fucking rules. <laughs> That is disgusting, but what a G. Yeah. He's like, just, he's like, no, this is my food. I was, <laughs> I, you get comfortable. I, um, my last apartment in LIC, when it rained, we had to like, didn't have, um, 
steel wool around the pipe so like the water bugs would come in and then it finally got to a point there was one point i remember vividly i was in bed my book light on reading my book look over my shoulder giant because i think i looked over my shoulder because i kind of got tickled on the neck by its antenna and i just looked back and i was just like that is so big basically i was like i was waiting one second for him to take that antenna and be like you finished with that page you finished yeah. Just lick that antenna. I swear to God. And then it like walked away, and I just went. Ah, it just gets to that point. Ultimately. Uh, well, anyway. Uh, the, this <laughs> is this saying... is part of the reason we got talking, Trish, because we all worked at this place. We all went our separate ways. You are um, Patricia Koo or Trish Koo Photography. Patricia. Patricia Koo Photography. Right, you're. Um, that's what you do now. You're a photographer. Um, did my weddings? You mentioned you do weddings. Yeah, did my weddings plural? Um, <laughs> did all these amazing? You can go check it out. You did all these uh, amazing. Um, what do you? What do you call? I don't it? know. I gigs? got a plug. All this, this am- cool. amazing exploitation of the movements over the last year. Took a bullet. Uh, took a fucking rubber bullet. Uh, luckily well, you had that roach had in your it. pocket. Turns out it was a um, pepper spray bullet. It's a pepper Ooh, spray I didn't bullet. Know they made those. That's the reason for the giant rash down my legs. Um, <laughs> oh, because it's designed to explode pepper spray all over you yeah. upon contact? Yes. Oh, nice. Perfect. Yeah. Anyway. I, kid, but all, I kid, but ultimately people should go because you took all these amazing pictures over the last crazy ass year. Amazing NYC COVID pictures, right? feel like you're getting a little um what is it called when you like complimenting getting a little but like all the you you've taken all these amazing photos um uh what am i getting at ultimately i'm getting at somehow that this restaurant we all worked at you worked there first intimately almost basically like from the inception so you're like i don't know what to say like uh so integrated in its history so as it's reopening they're like, let's bring Trish back. Let's bring nice. our we friend Maria back. Yeah. Let's no. bring the old vibe. And I, as soon as I heard that, I said, finally, more stories from this insane asylum. <laughs> right. I mean, your your people that are listening must be like, wow, this place sounds the worst. No. Good thing they all got out of there and survived. And I'm like, well, well, that's what I'm trying to set up. It's, <laughs> it's not that at all. It's just like, ultimately, no, I, no, no, I take it as, and you can... Uh, that's not sorry to interrupt. You. I I take it as you and our friend Maria, um, like finding an opportunity to, like, get a break and hang out together, in a madhouse. I'm but so glad that is like the primary reason that right. I agreed to do because I'll tell you, I'll tell you how it went down. <clears throat> what well, you know, know if your listeners know, but I was eighty sixth from this bar because me, me and one of the owners had. A giant, giant fight over something absolutely ridiculous. And uh, I'm too proud. And I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm never, ever stepping foot back in there again. So I didn't. And uh, yeah, we have. But the 86 stories is is well worth a a venture Uh, to tell it. I'll say quickly. Uh, one of our, one of their newer coworkers that I got the job there because she's amazing and she went on to like really almost manage the place. Um, it was her 30th birthday. We always had this fucking issue with these fucking tapes. 
I don't know if you told everybody about these tapes, but these the videotapes or the, the <laughs> music tapes. There are a lot of tapes. Cassette mixtapes that our boss made and made us play, and we're yeah. packed. Like we could be so packed, like four or five deep at the bar, <laughs> and we got to literally stop in the middle of making a drink and flip over this fucking tape. And if you get let two seconds of silence go, you're gonna get screamed at. And then the screaming takes much longer for you to like flip the tape so now there's this awkward silence and everyone can hear you getting screamed at anyways what about yeah, wait wait what about when bought when about what and it's loud it's a bar this tape yeah. cuts out every 45 minutes what right. about when boss walked in and you had forgotten to change the tape so he walked in oh, yeah. on a oh, yeah. on a tape gap <laughs> a tape gap okay so yeah so that and the fact that these tapes were only i mean good songs but nothing you know for the for the young folks, nothing hip. Like, you know, they did have great taste in music and like only played like like old doo-wop and like one hit wonders, like good stuff. But you have a 30th birthday party going on. Mm-hmm. That's not the bops. That's not what these this particular no. group of people want to hear. So everyone was getting ready to leave. They wanted to go someplace and like hear their own music and sing along and whatever the fuck. And so literally, and I'm not just saying this to like have some kind of like savior complex. Like I was like, bro. And I wasn't even working there anymore at the time. Oh boy. I was like, like 40 people are gonna fucking leave right now. So I call a band and, and I don't know what I'm allowed to say, what I'm not allowed to say. I call up our You're own the boss one in I'm, the lion's den. That's the only reason. <laughs> yeah. That's because I don't want you to walk into like, a, had, a rat trap. He had one eighties mixtape yeah, that right. he would allow me to play from time to time, but he had to okay it. And I'm like, it's time, gotta pull the bill. Gotta, 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 give me gotta, the coding. Got to play the 80s tape. Um, so however it went down, he didn't give me the permission and I put it on and the bartender that was there like didn't want me touching her shit. And I was a little arrogant, not for nothing. Like I did just like help myself to behind the bar. I thought who I was and I went behind the bar and I'm like, I'm putting the 80s fucking tape on. He's going to say yes, mm-hmm. just eventually. Um, and she like sort of tattled and and he had a fucking hissy fit and it and there was a bunch of other stuff happened, but it, it ended up to me drunkenly waking up at oh, and then he charged me for my whole entire bill, which is fucking bullshit. <laughs> and then I then he said I, I was 86. Then I proceeded to call every single one of my regulars and tell them to never fucking go there again, which they didn't do, but whatever. Oh yeah, see, um, I don't anyways. know why I'm I'm like, I fast, don't want to. Yeah, fast go ahead. forward. I always, you know, kept in touch with the other one. And but keep in mind, that's an insane that. story you told us that we're glossing over. This I mean, insane interaction about an '80s worked, cassette tape that I worked there yeah. for ten years <laughs> and made them how much money and yeah. had and and had how many regulars and did how many positive things for that place mm-hmm. seriously, basically treated it like my own seriously, yeah. and then got '86 because I made. A decision that he was uncomfortable not having made himself. And a also the weird turkey burger psychosis <laughs> of yeah. yeah, you've been there a decade. <laughs> and these I want to see those. Like, what's the big deal? These tapes, this dude made by hand. These are like yeah. proper eighties romantic comedy mixtapes. Like, yeah. you, like reality, not reality bites, whatever. High fidelity. Yeah. So yeah, if you yeah, didn't yeah. like that music, a why do you make the tape? B everybody makes mistakes. Throw the tape in the garbage if you don't want it played. I know why the tape was made. Do you know why the tape was made? The The 80s tape? The special 80s tape? 
I thought I was the reason the 80s tape was made. Am I not? It might have been you and a couple other people we worked with. It took a long time because it was like at a Christmas party. It's like, all right, I'll make you guys a special tape. So you only got a special tape after after the doors were closed. Even could you have your own enjoyable music? It's true. And one song at a time. Only one song. Yeah. Harry Hall and Oates heavy. That's insane. <laughs> that is insane. Anyways, you, uh, uh, you're well, back. Tom, mm-hmm. so one of the owners hit me up and didn't ask me. I didn't think he would ever imagine that I would have like agreed to something like that because the way we left things. Um, but he was like, hey, we're finally, you know, but I do like all things said, I do care about the place. I grew up in that place. Right. Like I said, I got some of my best friends in the whole world from that place. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Um, And I care about them too. No matter what stupid arguments we had, they're family and I care about them too. And I care about the well-being of the bar. And of course I was super concerned about them through this whole COVID situation. I did pop by a couple of times just when I was in the city to see if they were open, but they weren't. And sneak Um, a little meal in the kitchen. (laughs) Put on some 80s too. Put on a little haul in it. Just watching on that camera. (laughs) Good job. Um, so Tom hit me up and was like, hey, we're finally opening back up. Do you know anybody who would want a, a bartending shift? And I was like, yeah, I'll, you know, spread the word. I'll see, blah, blah, blah. Like, it didn't even occur to me at that point. Maria hits me up and was like, uh, Tom just asked me if I knew anybody that might want a shift. And she was like, what if we did the shift? And I was like, I hadn't thought about that I didn't think that you would consider something like that because she's a mom that she's also one of our friends that we grew up with there like we all work together at the prime of our lives <laughs> and uh she's a mom now she lives in Jersey she bought a house like she's got a lot going on mm-hmm. um yeah. so but you know she's also a teacher and she decided that she wanted to do do this uh, she has for the her own company right yeah she has her own ba- uh, cookie company now she's an amazing artist yep. and it's really taking yep. anyway um, but, you know, new house, probably extra scratch, but also the fact that we as adults with these busy ass lives do not see each other anymore. And she's exactly. absolutely one of my best friends. And so literally just the thought of being able to see her once a week. And I said that to myself, I said to my sister, I don't even give a fuck if I make any money. Just like I get to hang out with like my best friend. Like once a week, we get to actually see each other and catch up. And I'm sure she'll keep her sanity, like being a mom and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and I was like pretty nervous going in, like, and, and, you know, Andy and I hadn't spoken and I just knew that, I, you know, then he reached out and we laid, we laid it down and we didn't know if he would go for it, but he was all over it and like put the ball in our court and was like, what day would you guys like? Like, how long can you do? When can you guys start? Like, he was fucking thrilled. Um, like make, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, conceited, but it's like, we, we're really well known there, like a really good pair, really good team and had a lot of regulars. So, you know, the word got out and a lot of regulars got, you know, reached out to us and like about coming in and seeing us and blah, right. blah, blah. So I know it's going to be for the it's business. a neighborhood joint. And I'm nervous about going back because I hadn't bartended in so long. Um, but like you guys oh, mentioned, were you tending? Smell- were you tending or, or well, yeah. so all, all things told your Thursday. first day back was last, last week. Or Thursday. Was yeah, Thursday. okay. So it's past Thursday. So if you're in New York City, come on by on a Thursday. Dream team. To this place we <laughs> no have not books. mentioned no the name books. of. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, no more water books. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> comes down to a rodent infested farm. <laughs> That's perfect. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen any. I'm being serious. If you're not from the city, then you fuck <laughs> off. You're going to have a few yeah. roaches coming so, in parts out of the frozen machine. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so we worked it, dude. And I was like a little nervous, but like they say it's like riding a bicycle and it literally was. Like I feel like I'm very like I'm in tune with like smells, like smells will bring back an entire day for me, like mm -hmm. a super like sensitive olfactory sense or whatever. And I like, I, I'm telling you, I smelled all the smells, especially like in the basement behind the bar, you know, those particular smells in particular parts of the bar. And I'm like, that's it, it's back. <laughs> I stepped right through there. a portal. <laughs> I stepped through a dank, musty portal. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> no you're uh, describing it and i was like the same like that basement, yeah. that smell of the basement yeah. and the yeah old it's kegs insane. and stale Put your hand in like... that tub oh, oh god so i never have to <laughs> do they know about putting your mouth on that fucking oh the hose no, the water i forgot time. i forgot about that and i was a daily <laughs> hose sucker I don't know about you guys, but like I credit that. That is the reason I did not get COVID. I cannot get COVID. I can't get shit. Can't get Nothing it. can That's kill me because thing. I have drank scummy fucking bathtub so water. Describe it for anybody. It was an old bathtub, like oh, an actual old fuck. like claw tooth bathtub that we would stack bottles of various beer on. There was a, a like a yeah, mildew oh. encrusted mannequin climbing out of it. And you just throw ice on it. Yeah. So as the shift cooler. goes, this ice melts. Yeah. Melts down. Go. More ice. Melts down. More ice. And at some point, your ice to water ratio hits that the tension. <laughs> so then you gotta like you're, you're stealing gas. Stick a hose in and yes. <laughs> and try not well, to get a one right in the old kisser. But because oh, the no. beers were in there, the they were they would have the um. The labels on them. So the glue from the yeah. labels would mix with the water, and that's what would clog mm -hmm. up the old siphon pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's not there anymore. No they, tub? It's self draining. It's self draining now. Oh, it's yeah. The, in the world. It took five hey. minutes to put a self draining but in there. Under but... no circumstances, I want, like, these are my, this is my criteria Thursday nights, <laughs> fucking not, not leaving past 1 a.m not putting my mouth on any fucking movies. <laughs> any <laughs> random hoses? Oh, man. Uh, wow. Uh, um, But yeah, it, it got busy and we fucking killed it. Like, good. and I, you know, that's fantastic. again, not to be conceited, but I am fucking really good at that shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. I get that. I was, and, 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 and I enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. You, you're a people person. I love talking to people and God, dude, COVID, come on. We haven't really yeah. talked to anybody. Absolutely. So I was in my zone, super in my it zone. Definitely now that things are opening up for me, <laughs> I have to like recalibrate yeah. because going from shutdown, yeah. plexiglass, masks, stand away, get out of people's right. face. Like people are desperate for that. Yes. Like, oh my God, yes. Bartender chit chat. And I still am like yeah. taking me a while. Mm -hmm. no and that's the thing and I think that that's what I needed because I do think that I sort of started feeling depressed and sure. weird and I, I was nervous about that aspect of it like having the beyond having to perform you know because you're performing 
you, when you know when you go into the bar and you're in a bad mood and you just don't fucking wanna. So I yeah. thought that oh, like yeah. I was like hoping that I wouldn't be like that and being like a little awkward weirdo. Um, but no, it was easy. Every you know, but the energy coming from everybody, it was so easy. And like you just said, everybody wanted that. Everyone was craving that um, familiarity and just like talking and chit chatting. And every, like it was such a vibe. It was such a good time. It really was. Because everything in New York opened up, what, like two, three weeks ago? In <laughs> essence, like... Like officially, like, yeah. I mean, restaurants yeah. and bars were also open under a lot of, like, penalizing and, like, time constraints and all these mm -hmm. fucking rules and blah, 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 which is why, um, in part, why they stayed closed. Um, but, yeah, essentially, yeah. I think they're done with the time. I think I think bars can stay open to whatever time they want now. It was, like, mm, 11. Yeah. It was 10, and then it was 11, and then it was midnight. But now I think they threw all that shit out the window. I actually don't That's really know. 4 a.m., baby. Um, but also the important thing is that um, there's no mask law in mm, restaurants anymore. So yeah. it's like basically now you want to die, you are vaccinated, that's your problem. So uh, yeah. come in, take a chance or don't. It's not my problem. Yeah. So no more contact tracing, no more any of that. So we're not like writing down names or any like that. It's every man for himself. You want to come out and risk getting exposed, that's your decision. Mm -hmm. And it's available wholesale in New York. No problem. If you want one, you can get one. And you get that trailer park vaccine. 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 You just toot on that hose. Oh, yeah, if you yeah, want a yeah, hose yeah, toot, yeah. just take a suck here, swish yeah. it around, good, and man. then come You're back in two weeks. <laughs> for the booster. Yeah, no, they have them in everywhere. CVS is. Uh, I think they're just standing down in the train station, like giving them out. I'm not sure. I was going to say, did they? I was wondering if anything was may, became a holdover in New York, though. Like the ability to take a drink to go now, or did they ice that again? Oh, so that's a whole thing. And we're actually still figuring out, well, now we have to figure out what the precise laws are with that. So mm -hmm. you're allowed to sell beverages to go. Mm -hmm. This is what it seems like to me so far. You're allowed to sell beverages to go, but somebody can't just like buy a beer and you open it and they could just walk down the street with it. Like it has yeah. to be a packaged oh. beverage. Um, covered, like, covered in yeah covered in some way so like even i've seen in some places they're putting them in like you know plastic cups with the top yeah. but then wrapping the entire like they would for a normal drink delivery right yeah right. but what's become popular and probably in other places too but like these like um really thick uh what do you call it like um uh, Russian cream. The sealable, the sealable bags. Why am I forgetting the name of those bags? Ziploc. Ziploc. Yeah. So like these really thick Ziploc um, bags. So we're going to start doing like margaritas and mixed drinks and shit to go in those things. Oh, yeah. So those have, where you can stick a straw. Like yeah. Got like grown it. up. Like, like Capri Sun. Sun. I got it's it. It's like just a fucking bag of um, frozen yeah. margarita. Yeah. The straw yeah. in the corner. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Just bag of tequila. Well, that's pretty good. So now you know New York legalized weed. So all you do is get hot box fucking everywhere in the city. You're just that's what like I say. Yeah. Fucking yeah. everywhere. You don't even have to buy weed anymore. You just like catch contact from every <sighs> literal every every street corner. And then now you can just walk around with bags of tequila. So it's gonna be nice. It's gonna <laughs> it smell great. Do you so? <laughs> are you in heaven right now? Casey and I moved about four years ago, right? So go get in your yeah. mind's eye about New York four years ago. Obviously, COVID is like an outlier there, but New York four years ago to New York now, it's gotten a wee crustier, no? Bro, it's we're we're saying it's straight up the '80s again. Like 
I got into it with a dude trying to wash my window. Like, oh, <laughs> yes. I didn't have any, I, I didn't have any money. Like nothing against you. You do you. You're out here trying to make your buck. I fucking respect that. But I didn't have any money. And I was like, bro, don't wash my window. I don't have any cash to give you. And he like went to go do it anyway. And I'm like, I'm telling you, like, if you do it, I can't give you anything. I don't, I literally, I don't have anything in the car to give you. Then, <laughs> so it's traffic. It's, it's like going toward the tunnel. I was like going by B&H or wherever. And um, like I'm at a red light. So, you know, some cars go, it turns red again. So I pull up and I'm going not any miles per hour. I'm just letting the car roll up. You know what I mean? And he starts banging on my window and I'm like, not, nah, not today, bro. Not today. And he's trying to get me to open my window. And I'm like, no. <laughs> so I like open it a little and I'm like, what's up? What's up, man? And he's like, he starts giving me the whole story. I'm, you know, out here trying to, you know, take care of my family. I'm like, that's awesome. I respect that. That's great. And he's like, and you're just going to be out here and you're just going to run over my foot and not say anything. And I'm like, you're going to be in the street, my dude. You're in the middle of traffic. Like hundred percent, I didn't run over your foot. And you're in the middle of traffic, so maybe you should get on the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, the fuck! I was not the one that. <laughs> he was just like, "Why are you saying like you didn't really run over my foot?" But yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I'm like, "Yeah, I do know what you're saying. I didn't run over your fucking foot, so don't fucking knock on my car window anymore." <laughs> he was cool though. We squashed it. It was cool. guy. <laughs> Wait, time out. You guys are freezing on me. Did I, I freeze? <laughs> Both Casey and I. You said window wall. You can't. You do. did for a second, but now it's Casey. Because oh, you sure you're like. I hear you, Casey, but your 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 video is. Casey, you're froze up. All right. We'll see. Pretty much here. I don't know. We'll see. Nothing. Nothing. Here, I'll, you guys, here. you just here, like I'll rejoin? Casey, Casey, will hang out. Yeah, I'll try back. that. Oh wait, there he oh, is. There he is. There he is. All right, back. Yo. Back. All right, back from the dead. Yeah, just uh, I just clicked on something random. Trish, giving those window washers that whole Midwestern gleeful. Thanks. Drive away. You uh, yeah. you need they to get paid. check out this yeah. um Netflix doc. It's called Sons of Sam. And it's got a, old, a bunch of vintage. It's basically all oh, vintage footage that. of 70s New York. I heard about that. It is. I was like, I, I wouldn't survive, but I got to see if I, it's like the Warriors. Yeah. Like, could I make it 24 hours in 70s New York? And I always think, because I basically, I know only a few like New York through and through like generational families. And I always think about uh, the coups, right? And I'm like. <laughs> Your dad has got to be fucking tough as nails because he's just like, you know what I mean? Like just to, yeah. it's just such an amazing period and city and, and region. Yeah. I just love the way yeah. it looks. It looks so crazy. Yeah. And you got to yeah. be hard as shit. Like we had two regulars, Tom and Eileen at Trailer Park. Yes. I hope they're doing well. They're the best. And they couldn't be happen, sweeter. Yeah. And I think about them when I see like footage like that. I'm like, how yep. can they be so like even keel and sweet and have like, like Tom's from Tom's through and through too. He's from Brooklyn, born and raised. Yeah. And Eileen's lived there since like. It's a real deal. Dude, do you know the story? Of those. Tom and two? I realized our connection. Oh, that God. he grew up in Greenpoint. I knew he grew up in Greenpoint. Yeah. 
we found out down the line, Tom comes in with his sister one day, we're talking, 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 and my last name gets mentioned, which is obviously unique, not, you know, Mm -hmm. Asian person, but she's like, Koo. She was like, do you know Brian Koo? And I'm like, yeah, that's my dad. And bro, and you know that Tom and Arlena are besties. Like, they're the fucking coolest For sure. fucking couple in the world. Tom's whole demeanor, like, changed for, like, a hot second. And apparently, and this is fucking nuts, my dad used to date, seriously date, his sister. What? When I apparently he started seeing my mom and then knocked up my fucking mom and married my mom so left his sister. Small fucking world. Isn't that nuts? But like I gotta tell you, like the anger, and you're talking about that New York real dealness, like that anger, like I could see the old guy stomping around Brooklyn Tom went like in his eyes when I told him who my dad was because apparently he was gonna like fuck up my dad if i see that motherfucker again that's yeah, no one else will always see. yeah that's 70s crazy. new york it's always below crazy. the surface but then i said i was like bro you can't be so mad because like my dad he like all in all it's like it sucks it sucks <laughs> that he you know broke up with your sister but like at the end of the day he did the right thing he knocked up my mom and he married her is that the right, right thing <laughs> i was just saying tom you got a you got a bartender out of it so what are you bitching about yeah can i buy you around <laughs> put on the buyback list uh, this guy could not be, if anybody, like, this guy could not be a sweeter guy, but yeah, I could. No, they're, they're the nicest couple, the coolest couple. I absolutely love them. Amazing. Yeah, no, I think about that too. And I think that they're so sweet and people like that are so sweet because they've been through what they've been through. Maybe so it's like, like, it's yeah. just nonsensical. It doesn't matter. It's so small. What about Especially Jeff Especially when the world changes around. Out, okay. <laughs> Wait, you each said something hilarious, I'm sure of it, and I caught half of each of them. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to step on anybody's toes. And Thank or you, mention this person by name. I was talking about uh, our friend um fought over an outlet. I, I just don't know how he but don't I know who it. that is? I know that name. Oh, you know Jeff Bokeese. Why do that why can't is I... our buddy t- t- quote unquote friend? who lived with his mom in Jersey forever. And then his mom finally passed away and left him $40,000 and managed to spend, he bought an apartment on the upper East side and managed to not pay his rent for an entire year. Instead spent $40,000 on uh, like fancy dinners and prostitutes that he thought loved him. And he ended up in a men's shelter, but he would always come in and get a Turkey burger and an iced tea and then complain about getting charged for his iced tea. I think I think I why can't I find this guy's face? I know who you're talking about, and I can't <laughs> find this guy's he was face. really like uh, into like nice suits, and he came in. He's like, "This is one of those suits I was talking about. It's like four thousand dollars. It was the most, if I can say, Guido kind of like shiny. It was a really um, ugly suit, quite frankly, maybe oh, yes, expensive, sir. but uh, yeah, but it was probably expensive. It was like Armani, but like Armani made in like 1989." He's like, like this is a Armani, nice suit. And he was Armano in a men's shelter. <laughs> in a suit, in a men's shelter. And Tom was like, you got to sell your suits, man. You're in a men's shelter. He's like, Tom, they're only offering me $800 for it. This is a $4,000 suit. <laughs> and then eventually he's like, I know style. And the next time I saw him come in, he had a tank top that showed his midriff and the tightest jean shorts and brown loafers I've ever seen because he had to sell the suit, I think. 
I think I was there that day and I see all of this and I can't find this guy's fucking face. That's so crazy. Jeff Bokeezy. King I saw him a lot because he liked to uh, he liked to come in on Sundays. Even in the day, yeah. Because he knew that Tom he was going to be there. He's like, "Oh, you seen Tom? About. Tom in today? Did I tell you yeah, I, yeah. I know Tom from school? He used to date his no, sister. Yeah. I'll take an iced tea and yeah, charge yeah. me for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, um, I jumped on something you said, but mainly, uh, uh, we were going to connect, and this ended up being an awesome like longer session but just about you coming yeah. in talking about the shift you said it was a really good vibe obviously but you didn't get no mm-hmm. you got no scum bums you got no riffraff uh, no dude okay i'll tell you it was a fucking delight like he was over there being our goddamn cheerleader um even i want to say like you know i'm working Abraham and Abraham our bar back and he didn't speak a lot of English mm-hmm. and like I'm telling you like I was in my zone I was fucking speaking what I thought was fluent fucking Spanish <laughs> oh boy <laughs> the best oh kind oh boy yeah no but that's it that's it there was some, there was a table Maria had that we were just kind of keeping our eye on those they grew to a table of 12 and they literally we counted had 15 or 16 pitchers of margarita, which our margaritas are strong as shit. That's an overserve, I I would say. They're going to die. They're going to, because you know, everyone's a cheap date now. I blacked out six my white claws last summer, and that's not me. (laughs) Sounds right. Not at all. That's not the woman who tried to throw me in the back of a strange limo. That's not the woman that brings in her own beers to a... I should have blacked out. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I thought we'd at least, at the very least, have to clean up some vomit. Right. Not a thing. Nothing fun to report. So, and that's what I'm saying. This is funny because, like, you're getting me all bright eyed and bushy tailed, and I'm like, what fun? I'm good at this. And, like, yay, bartending. But I'm sure. Later this week. I'm sure it's going to be the exact opposite. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, we'll see what happens, man. But I'm sure it'll be fun. And when people start uh, being dicks again, is going to be interesting. Yeah. When people start being just like ungracious, self-centered piles of shit that they usually are, then we'll have the good stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's where the good news comes Everyone's too, everyone's too grateful right now. TBC. TBC. It's the honeymoon. The honeymoon period right now. <laughs> Yeah, I got like I was exchanging like um, IGs with everybody. Like these these like super cute uh, gay couple was telling me like what a great uh, spirit I have and shit. And I was like, I do have a good spirit. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, no, good. Oh, so. <laughs> Excuse me, I gotta suck some cockroaches out of the water hose. <laughs> Your food will be ready in a second. I mean, ultimately. I, maybe people get this reference, but my, um, uh, what would you say? My forte at this establishment was Charlie Day from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, killing rats in the basement with his rat stick. Anything nobody wanted to do, I'd do it. We had a weird pipe. Women would always flush their underwear down the toilet. (laughs) Underwear. Do you remember? 
everything about it was everything I had. You're talking about sucking hoses. I am the hose. I had to take garbage up these stairs that were so chipped away from these disgruntled union beer delivery keg guys that I was basically just going up a sheer straight cement slab onto the street with these giant. Oh my God. Oh God. Trish, do you have to hide the cat anymore from the health department? That cat lives in Detroit, and by Detroit, I mean in the East River. (laughs) You retired to Detroit. Guys, remember Maria saved the first one, remember? He used to make Maria take her home on the weekends, and then Maria's like, I'm not bringing this cat back. This cat's getting weirder and weirder. Didn't didn't, um, Duke take one of the other cats? I thought Duke brought all the cats to the place. (laughs) Duke! I think you're right. Yes, Duke brought the cats. Because he was like, I got to get rid of these cats. They're brother and sister, but they love fucking. Duke was a New York street cat in human skin. He was just a human bunch guys. of cats in a human just suit. just a sack of cats. Yeah. Big sack of cats that love chili cheeseburgers. Oh, my God. I think I told you guys. There was one Sunday when we, just to give everybody, as we told you, the place we were, had problems with vermin. Sometimes they were the four-legged kind. That's a nice way to say that. So uh, the owners, one of the owners conned the the, uh, security guy, the doorman, into bringing a cat in on the weekends. Because like cartoons, mice are scared of cats. So if there's a cat around, who gives a shit? No more mice. So every every weekend they would the cat would go home, but we'd have to bring the cat up at night to scare the mice away, and then hide the cat because God forbid the New York City Health Department came in and saw a wild animal in your restaurant. So there was one Sunday I come in, I get a call from Tom, and he's like, "Hey, I'm coming in today. Don't forget to put that cat away." I'm like, "I, I never have, but I won't." So I'm going around, and I just was like, "Don't see a cat. Maybe Maria or Duke took it home." Finally, I'm like, Tom, don't see a cat. There's no cat here. He's like, there's a cat there. There's a cat there somewhere. Maybe just ran out the door. I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden you hear like, I'm trying to find this cat. I don't know if it's in the wall. I don't know where it is. So Tom calls Duke, owner of the cat. So he comes in and he's like, I was here until 30 last night. God damn it. Where's this fucking cat? This is like an always sunny episode. And we're open. So I'm like, well, I got to take care of these customers. You got to find this cat. <laughs> so he's like walking around, banging around in the kitchen, looking on stuff. He's the smallest hole in the wall you ever seen. He was like, swear to God, cat's in there. I bet. Crawled through that hole. <laughs> and I was like, okay, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, give me one second. He walks out to the street. And I'm like, what's he doing? And he comes back and he brings back the most... Chelsea of young, skinny, homosexual men dressed to the nines with the tiniest dog. And Duke brings this guy, his little dog, through what? the restaurant and into the how, kitchen. How and did that like, conversation go to get that guy to come into I the bar? And I was like, Duke, what the fuck are you doing? Like, the problem is there's a cat somewhere in here. Now we got a cat and a fucking dog in here. Get him <laughs> out of here. And so he, like, Ushers the guy out. My guy looks fucking perplexed beyond belief. Ushers <laughs> yeah. him out and he's like, wimpy ass dog. Wouldn't do shit. It's too scared. And I was like, what did you want it to do? And he was like, well, you know, in the cartoons, like, 
you bring the dog in, the dog smells the cat, you're gonna find the cat. <laughs> I was like, you're out of your fucking mind, dude. Uh, fucking crazy. The freaking <laughs> I just, I thought I was like, this is like a Three Stooges short. It's just oh like this God. escalating, like, and then we would lose the dog. So then I gotta get a snake, because you know, no. snakes don't eat dogs. Whoever, write, whoever writes for It's Always Sunny, like, hung out at our bar and observed. Oh, because you guys remember that episode where they put like five cats in the in the wall to get the one cat? <laughs> Yes, that's right. Like putting cats in the wall. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. That's hysterical. Yes, I love this because, like, it's so funny to talk about. First of all, it's so funny because, you know, you have memories, and a lot of time memories are not accurate, right? Mm -hmm. You yeah. just, like, remember things a certain way and kind of play telephone with yourself. But, like, that you remember certain stories the same way that I do, but then also hearing stories from your perspective or hearing stories that happened to you that I wasn't present for and just thinking about all the insane shit right. that happened. And you were listening to that going like, I believe every word of it. I know you're not. Yeah. And is it is true? It? And we can vouch that whatever they say is all true, it's dude. All no matter how far-fetched it sounds, that shit is true. Favorite Duke story? <laughs> Owner gave Duke money to fix his teeth. Duke took that money, bought a TV, took your... You had like... I guess you can oh confirm this. You had like... Uh, so he didn't fix his tooth. The owner's like, what? Like he needed, he needed new teeth. Like his teeth were falling out. Like he would pull them out. Like he'd like, and I lost another one. And, um, and he's, he's like, go, oh, Duke, we got like, Duke, we got to get your teeth fixed. I'm going to borrow you some money. Bought a bigger TV and came back. He's like, and like, like proud of his new TV. But he's like, I'm all better. Cause he didn't, he borrow your teeth from halloween you're like dracula teeth and super glue the fangs into his empty gum holes or was that just him did he bring my teeth yeah like didn't you have somebody gave no, i mean i've definitely i've definitely had dracula teeth but i don't remember that but there's a lot i don't remember holy shit are you fucking serious yeah. oh my god because one day just halloween he's like i don't need a costume i'm dracula and i'm like Psh. Duke, he just glued these <laughs> fake teeth in, in a row. row. So crazy, man. Oh, my God. Lovely Duke. Lovely, lovely Duke. Well, I mean, we could just only, you can only, I don't know what else you guys talk about on here, but you can only have a show about the never-ending stories from that place. Oh, we, we, oh, we could, we could do Just such characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be, you know how you listen to that? Well, NPR does that like amazing segment where it's like oral histories, but they're always really impressive. It's like I was talking to my great grandmother who lived through um um uh what's it called? Ladies vote. Uh, Dust Bowl. Uh what's it called? When women got the right to vote. Well uh suffrage, women's suffrage. Women's oh, suffrage. Yeah, suffrage or or also known women's as the lady moves. vote. Um Lady Vote, yeah. But it's like this <laughs> impressive thing and, and it has this amazing like uh like oral history is like talking to great and she's like you know we had to fight for these rights and there was the triangle shirtway and you're like wow that was just an amazing oral history and our generation years from now would be like there was this guy duke and he had to loft this 300 pound sign in the middle of the night because there wasn't a permit for it and he almost fell because he was sweating in his eyes and our friend jess had to use her dress to wipe sweat out of his eyes before this sign fell on hans's head <laughs> oh my god jess you gotta get jess on this oh, oh i miss her i know i do too cross oh, the pond I miss her. 
Yeah. Guys, come to New York. Come work a shift. Just for old times' sake. Sure. I'd be the first. I'd they, love to mop the. the I'd be the first. They'd bring the hose back if I was coming back. They'd be like, nope, <laughs> nope, no automation here. They just. They just you have the, hose. the Christmas lights. You bring those with you. I you wear the hose them. like a long chain wallet with my Jinkos. That's my old hose. Oh. Oh, what do you say, guys? I'm Trip being down so memory loud. Lane. I'm in the library. That's what's crazy. I mean, we are like Trish is um, coming at us from uh, the school from Dead Poets Society. Her job. Yeah, from her real job. Guys. <laughs> You want to see the trees out the window here? Look at this shit. You've shown me Grandma. pictures. It's amazing. Oh, wow. That's out the, that's the parking lot. And I'm in this like private little uh, room that they have like boardroom for the yeah. students to do their work. And then that's just important. Meeting. Yeah. And I'm like, how soundproof is this shit? Because I'm being loud as shit. And we're talking about fucking rats and well, garbage, hot when, garbage. When you do get fired because there is audio and video oh, in that room, not to can we get the main probably. audio track from that room that they're recording everything on? <laughs> For the deposition. Yes. Uh, could you yes. come to the star room, uh, Miss Koo? Miss Koo. They call me Miss Koo. Isn't that cute? I have like favorite students and stuff like that. It's weird. They don't call you some. I take it like, hey, what's up, Kay? Or you don't have like a a cool teach nickname. No, I mean my one class just. I told them to just call me Trish because I thought it was so weird calling me Miss Koo. Um, but like they feel, they they feel more comfortable doing yeah, that. Bite on the Trish. You got. Um, you don't have one weird, weirdo like me. It's like, all right, Trish. And then you're like, you know what? Just call me Miss Koo. Everything about this <laughs> Sorry, situation late, is yeah, exactly. No. Hey, I got a. I got trouble I on number it. three, Trish. It's like, ugh, this guy. <laughs> Star room. Hey, I have a student who, like, we. I guess they're both foodies, and we've like discussed because um, my boyfriend lives in her neighborhood. As it turns out, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna run into this girl at some point outside. And so we like talk about the different restaurants that we like. And she was just recently in Astoria. So I was like telling her my favorite restaurants. Mm-hmm. And so she was like emailing me like how her thing in Astoria went. And I'm like, oh, she's cute. Like, I'd love to like go for a coffee or something with her outside of school. But that's, can't do that, right? I don't right. think, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, why would you? <laughs> I'm trying to imagine any high school I teacher I had. Like, I think, well, the, the thing is that this school is, a, it's a private school. It's super expensive and seriously a lot of these kids like sounds like they don't ever see their fucking parents and i think that there's some kids that just like need the attention sure you know what i mean i think they need like positive attention from an adult like hanging out extra credit extra extra credit if they rate and review the pod five stars they don't have to they shouldn't listen to it but just put you how many students you have 30 students 30 rates five stars top of the charts He's so fired. Not only fired, that's like a rocket. I don't know if it's front New York Post, but it's in the New York Post. (laughs) Oh, guys. Well, what do you say? Good time. Yeah. I guess we should. uh, Welcome to welcome to the slow. What would you call our at the end of our podcast, Casey? Like a slow deflate on a a yeah. 
Let's oh, just let the like air out. My, I'll oh. show you my school badge before we go. Mm, nice. Take a screenshot. Trisha's undercover. That's not even her. What do you teach? <laughs> Ethical culture? Oh, I don't teach shit. That's the name of the school, but I don't teach oh, anything. Um, I'm like that, but kind of just <laughs> kind of just around. I do podcasts in the library. <laughs> Clean windows. <laughs> Holy shit! You have the best <laughs> job in the world. You I just avoid eye gonna, contact. Just, <laughs> this is going to be a quick thing, and I've literally been ducked out in the library for what now an hour and a uh -huh. half. That <laughs> is. I'm off amazing. at 3.30, so that it's time to go. Amazing. That's 70. Guys, I leave right at 3.30. Uh, Trish, <laughs> I know we said casual Fridays, but those Jinkos are just too darn loud. Large. <laughs> too darn loud, yeah. <laughs> I want to bring them back, bro. I want to bring them you, back. Look, everything uh, else is coming back. Trish, hell yeah. I'm next, back. Next check-in. Jinko jeans. Visors and candy necklaces. It's coming. It's coming. What about that? The uh, roll up to this Thursday necklaces. in Jinko jeans. Oh, yeah. And puka shells. Let's see how it goes. Puka, that's what it was. I have them still. I definitely have them still. I got to find them. Bust them out. Oh, I will. <laughs> I will, I swear. So go see her next Thursday. She'll be repping, right. repping hard. It was nice getting paid uh, to talk to you guys, getting paid by my school, by my job to talk to you guys for an hour and a half. <laughs> It was, a, it was a treat for us as well. As always. All right. We love you. All right. Love you guys so much. Have fun. See you, love you. I really miss you guys. So do we. We'll, we'll see, you, see too. you soon. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> well, that was New York Trish for an NYT minute. Yeah, right. That's NYT. Amazing. We were just going to talk to her for a couple minutes, but that ended up. That ended you know us. We're windy. A trip down memory lane. Can you imagine, though, ultimately, like I said, she's, like, picked up this shift, which is actually, like, a really good idea, I think, like, mm -hmm. a really fun idea. Good. It's not my business. What's good about it? It's a really oh, sure, fun yeah. idea to get out, especially in New York was locked down so much, especially when you think of the restaurants and everything. And, like, your friends, like, you know, as you kind of get a little older, you, some people have kids, careers, all that, like, that's pretty amazing to get out, but... We all know the at least the old um, environment, like like the, the boss listens to this episode and it's like, uh, I'll see you Thursday. You know, you wouldn't let it drop until you get there. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah, just of course. Like, holy shit. Oh, amazing. That was great. No, it's funny. Like her talking about it, like totally like when Visceral. is the shine going to wear off for everybody? Yes, because it's yeah, it has gonna, to. It's like, like that's what I am envious of is just that joyous return. It's like being a bartender on VE Day. It's right. just like everybody's happy. Hell yeah, everybody just wants to have a good time. Nobody wants to fight. No one wants to be the fucking douchebag. It's the murals at the beginning of Cheers. Yes. No. Yeah. Exactly. Red Sox win the series. So that's when it's fun. Yeah. When there's a when everybody's just happy. Yeah, but when that person comes like, in, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, when you get that man. Although, Casey, you and I did, lived a different world there, and being a day bartender mm -hmm. in New York is a whole different beast. Oh, that's... Let's be honest. People think, like, oh my God, bars stay open until four? How weird is it? You know what's weirder? 
the 11.30 to 2.30 rush, that's when you get the real... Absolutely. You know, subterranean that's dwellers. The real deal. That like, that's the, the shift I got deal. when a prostitute threw a shot glass at me. That's the shift I got when not a woman midnight, tried to beat me with 1 a ladder. <laughs> it's just... And it's like a weird part, because some people are still asleep, sleeping in. You're totally right. That afternoon is just on this weird wavelength. Amazing. Before everybody can before everybody can get that first shot in, even out. Like I said, I guess we can we can I, I don't know if it's full circle, but I guess we talked about Trisha's night shifts and working the night. I remember one morning because I'd open the I, we opened at eleven, but I'd get there at ten, right, to get everything set up. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm explaining you have to set up a bar before you open. And so what I would do is where we worked like you could bring the gate down, the metal gate. You know, in New York, you got to bring a metal gate down because people smash your windows. I'd go in, bring mm-hmm. the gate up to get in, and then when you get in, bring the gate down lo- far, not not completely shut because you want some sunshine, but long enough so you can't open the door, right? You can't pull the physically pull so the door open. So someone knows you're not you're, open. And you're not open, yeah. 1045, a guy who normally would get there at 1101 showed up at 1045, just this door, bang! Bang, like trying to physically open this door through this metal gate. And I was just like trying to ignore this. And I'm like, the gate is at his chest. Yes. And then this guy manages to go under the metal gate and squeeze his chest between the door jam and the door and then walked in. Like, like I should have said, Norm, like casual, like, hey, aren't you open? (laughs) It was probably the same guy. Jameson. Jameson. And like, Give me a Jameson hey, and a PBR. Do you, hey, do you know your, your gate's down? <laughs> yes. I was like, yeah, I know the gate's down because I don't know it Because I just need five more minutes Oh, you need sanity. the papers yet? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll go get them. Oh, if I knew we weren't getting the papers, I'd have brought my own. <laughs> ah, the you. Daily News, where's the post? They're the same. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, God, I love it. That was um, That was fun. All right, man. Well, what do you say? All right. I bet we both have lists yeah. of stuff we were planning on talking about, but I think we got a full nothing unexpected sesh was... with Trish. Yeah, that was Star Room going from Star Room to the the human Star Room that is the bar and the star of the bar, our lady Trish. Star of the bar. <laughs> yeah. Star of the bar. <laughs> All right. Well, we love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Sure ain't. Watch out. Unless unless our new outro is just both of us going. (sighs) Almost. Almost feels like that, right? (laughs) Whenever I'm editing an episode, we always had this banger laugh. Like somebody gets a call back. Somebody like the one I just listened to was like, was like, I I don't know why it was. You you need context, but it was like. I'm little Richard. I'm autistic. I have a big dong. And I'm like, this is crazy laugh. And I was like, boom, that's it. But then there's like two more minutes with like a smaller joke that I can't like, I was like, oh, I love that little tasty tag. So you can end on a big boom or there's a little taste for the true blue in you. But then you do get a. It's just we can't kill our darlings. (sighs) Jerk practice. So I'm gonna say we make that the out when we we're like okay we're done let's both do a big sigh which means we may trip ourselves up and actually end on a big banger every time oh, yeah. because we're supposed to end on a yeah 
Or it's just... What was that? Oh, excuse me. I have to go. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I have to eat lunch. <laughs> oh. They're all was. the rats we know. All the rats. Yeah! We got it! <laughs> also, Steven Seagal's gay. Oh. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. oh, shit. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. I was just laughing because I was like, nothing beats a long, drawn-out sigh to a hard just <laughs> shut the camera off. Yeah, that was like, I don't know what, it, I don't know. It's like uh, just a natural, I was like, wow, that was, like Ruby Ruby does that to um, Graham and Gramps. They're like, like Ruby, I'm we're like, say bye. Finished. She's like, okay, click. She's like, I'm done. Oh, that click. Harvey, same way. Harvey's the same way. If she's feeling really spry, she'll pretend like she's tired oh yeah and then lay down so we shut it off but otherwise she has definitely gone the the psych out wave wave to shut the phone off <laughs>